0: When were the... What school's... Who decides what the next...
1: Where's that story? Why
0: they keep the loop... What is this? It's Curious City.
1: Where WBEZ answers your questions...
0: About Chicago, the region, and its people. I'm reporter Liz Stanton. Our questioner this time is J.R. Kulik, who's got a bone to pick about crossing the street in Chicago. Maybe you can sympathize with the story. Here it goes. One night, he's trying to cross a big, busy intersection at Arthur and Sheridan on the city's far north side.
1: It was wet and rainy and cold and hail and all this other kind of stuff going on. So I was here that night waiting, and I'm pushing the button, and I'm like, oh, gosh, and I push it again and then again.
0: No dice. He figured the crosswalk button was busted. And as he got drenched, his anger morphed into curiosity about what might be happening to other Chicago pedestrians out there. So he asked us.
1: Uh, Just wondering if the push-to-walk buttons actually work in the city.
0: Fair question. Bad crosswalk buttons could turn law-abiding pedestrians into angry pedestrians. And then, who knows? Maybe they'd give up on waiting and make risky decisions. But first things first, is there something wrong with JR's crosswalk button at Arthur and Sheridan? JR and I test it. And we've got some witnesses. Curious City audio producer Jesse Dukes and Melody Geraci from the Active Transportation Alliance. Hello,
1: Jesse. Hi, Jesse, how are you? Good.
0: We start by timing how long it takes for the green light to turn red without pushing the button.
1: Oh, there's our yellow light. Yellow light. And then there's our walkman again.
0: Time of the cycle? A minute and a half. Next up, we check if pushing the button shortens the wait time for a walk signal. Geraci runs the stopwatch and JR mans the button.
1: Just waited for a fresh green light and I pushed the uh, wait to walk button. Okay. I'll push it one more time for safety's sake. I've got the elevator I set up. I gave it a pretty good sturdy push there, just a minute. And the red light and the Walkman.
0: A minute and a half. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay, there
1: we go. Yep. I love it that this particular one doesn't work maybe.
0: Yep. Seems like this push button does nothing to speed up the time it takes to get a walk signal. And that's frustrating, isn't it? You put trust into a system you think is going to work. And then, well, it doesn't. I'll tell you right now. JR is on to something. This is not the only crosswalk button in Chicago that doesn't work. It's basically collateral damage from a change in Chicago traffic policy. A change that, ironically, was meant to help pedestrians. It goes back to the 1970s, when Chicago first installed crosswalk buttons. It was a car's world, and city engineers wanted car traffic to stay constant. They added crosswalk buttons, where there were lots of cars, but few pedestrians. The idea was to keep the cars moving until a pedestrian pushed a button, which amounted to the pedestrian asking permission to cross the street.
1: You just think that, well, it's a street, and therefore the car automatically sort of has the right-of-way. It's their space.
0: This is Gabe Klein, the commissioner of the Chicago Department of Transportation from 2011 to 2013. When Klein was there, the department made some changes. They actually made pedestrians more of a priority. And here's how it all relates to JR's crosswalk button.
1: In an ideal world, the pedestrians should not have to hit a button to cross the street. The pedestrians should have priority, and the cars should stop. That's why we were trying to get rid of them as much as possible if they were really needed in Chicago.
0: Today the city has about 3,000 intersections with signals. About 400 of those intersections have push buttons. Many of the push button crosswalks work the way Klein talked about. Pedestrians get a walk signal with every single light change. Doesn't matter if they push a button or not. Two big caveats, though. Some buttons work the old way. They do control the walk signal. But pedestrians get no notice when buttons work or don't work. The other caveat? is that all those buttons that were turned off entirely, they're still out there, out there to leave pedestrians wondering and maybe even get ticked off. So why wouldn't CDOT remove do-nothing crosswalk buttons like the one at Arthur Avenue and Sheridan Road? For that, I talked to Luann Hamilton, CDOT's deputy commissioner. That's one of those cleanup jobs (laughs) that uh, should have happened at that time and didn't. So I think our staff is more aware of that now to to include taking those uh, obsolete buttons out. Sure. But there, are, um, but there are relics out there. And so how many do you think are of, you know, these sort of Arthur and Sheridan-style relics are out there? I don't I don't have any kind of number for you on that. Um, we would need to go through the database and make a determination. It turns out the city really doesn't know, even after going through their database. Their list of 357 push buttons and their locations doesn't include the intersection of Arthur Avenue and Sheridan Road, JR's intersection. Instead, they're spending money on those high-visibility crosswalks and other pedestrian-friendly infrastructure. Fair enough, but what about the frustration pedestrians feel? Part of it is safety, then the other part is creating a friendly environment, um, for pedestrians, so when you get frustrated, you're not, you're not feeling as loved, right? Right, 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 right. So, yeah, I understand it. In other words, pedestrians' feelings may matter, but not as much as safety. But what if the deactivated buttons are a safety concern? Think of JR, who felt duped by the button. After waiting in the rain for a walk signal... He just got impatient and gave up.
1: Finally I just kind of took my life into my own hands across the street, Frogger style.
0: Ron Van Houden, who studies pedestrians, says JR is not alone. Pedestrians are only so patient. He says compliance varies from place to place, but in general
1: people will respond much better if the push button works immediately. Yeah, you make people wait three minutes, something. They're going, to, they're going to violate. And people have tried this out and there's been studies on it. It doesn't work if you make people wait.
0: And, according to Van Houden, pedestrians are already quite vulnerable.
1: Pedestrians always have been heavily weighted in the fatalities, particularly in urban areas. But a recent report is indicating that that percentage of crashes has been steadily increasing and significantly. So we okay. want to make walking safer.
0: The bottom line? Even though the city is working to make things safer... Pedestrians are getting mixed signals, and maybe that needs to change. And JR's take? Well, he understands the city is working on this.
1: I do see improvements in some of the crosswalks in the city, but this certainly isn't one of them.
0: And as for those buttons?
1: Part of me just wants to say, well, take the damn sign down, you know, like, or a sticker or something. I mean, where the sarcastic side of me comes out, is like, I want to put a sign up there that just says, don't bother, <laughs> with an arrow that points down, you know, but...
0: Reporting for this story comes from me, Liz Stanton. Support comes from the Doris and Howard Conant Fund for Journalism.
1: Curious City is supported by Goose Island. Since 1988, Goose Island has been following their curiosity and have been committed to brewing beers for Chicago that are celebrated worldwide by beer critics and beer lovers alike. More at gooseisland.com. We don't need to be the only beer you drink. We just want to be the best you drink. Next time on Curious City, if there's an emergency and we need to evacuate Chicago, you know what to do, right? Well, probably not. The city has a plan, but it keeps key details to itself, which not everybody agrees with. Well, I'll be honest with you. I use Chicago as an example in my research as a city that thinks they're prepared, but in reality, I don't think they are very prepared. What we know about the evacuation plan, that's next time on WBEZ's Curious City. So you,
0: you think the world looks crazy It eats up your life